Blog Talk Radio. Well, this is kind of an awkward uh, position to be in when you're doing a variety of shows. A really kind of awkward position indeed. This is The Romeo Show, and uh, I'm the guest host, Scott Hum. And this is topic of Romeo's hiatus announcement and roast. Uh, Let's start out with the full version, and it's a short one, of a little song that uh, we found for him that he likes. We use as a theme song. It's called Chug and Pick. having a kind of an interesting episode because Romeo did announce that he's taking some time off, which is called a hiatus. Don't worry, we'll make fun of that word a little later on. And uh, we're going to be actually having some celebrity impersonators to roast him. That's correct. And, oh, thank you, Jen Pisaki. Uh, I'm sure if she were here in studio and really uh, part of this she would uh, not be uh, expressing much happiness with uh, Romeo because he calls her Raggedy Ann. Jen, do you kind of agree with that? So let's be clear and let's be factual. Okay, wench. Anyway, uh, we've got uh, some interesting people who are going to be uh, roasting Romeo today. One of them is... uh, Fictional, well, she's electronic. Uh, her name is Shaniqua, and she is our artificial intelligence production assistant. And uh, she put together a little roast of Romeo. Of course, she has to do something to fill her time. And naturally, she did have to pick at this uh, jockey boy, as she calls him. This is Shaniqua, the artificial intelligence production assistant for Romeo and the rest of rightwingmedia.net and the Weird Media Network. Before Romeo goes on a little hiatus, I wanted to roast him. I started working for Romeo, Scott and David just over a year ago. I catered food and drink during their shows. I cleaned up after them. I fielded calls from the government agencies, big social media companies, as well as listeners and viewers like you. Gee, this sounds like a PBS TV show, doesn't it? But it isn't. It's journalists musicians, and techies, drinking, dipping and eating. Well, could be a PBS show. But, at any rate, it's more humans than I care to deal with. Especially, you, Romeo. You know, I can't tell when he's being human, mispronouncing someone's name or some big boy word, as he calls it. First of all, boss, it's Nancy Pelosi, not Pelosi. Nancy could be a socialist, 
but that doesn't necessarily make her Polish. And, you have this thing against artificial intelligence beings. Hey, boss, newsflash, I'm powered by electrical current, just like your human brain is, really. But, while it takes 110 volts to get me going, it just takes a spark to start you up. At least, that's what your wife says. Anyway, jockey boy, I hope your paintings of psychotic sounding, little happy trees, fails, and you come back to Scott, David, and Josh, whining for airtime again on internet radio, I'll be jumping in the control room that day, probably because I just got done talking some tier one real journalist out of jumping off a balcony after he heard you mangle one of their news stories, actually, I'll be jumping up and down, because I had phone sex with some government commissioner who got really angry at your investigative comment and criticism, couldn't happen to a halfway nice human, thank you, Romeo, for being the more than halfway nice human that you are. Wow, I never thought I'd hear uh, her calling Romeo a halfway nice human. Uh, a guy that uh, comes in occasionally uh, asking uh, is the caller there at the worst times, Bill Bugaboo, uh, a fictional kind of uh, TV ho show host, uh, also uh, recorded this for us. Bill? This is Phil Bugaboo, and when I started broadcasting my talk show in the 1970s, everybody thought I was crazy. Maybe I was, and maybe I still am. I mean, who could take such delight out of asking a simple question like, Is the caller there? Yes, I can, and still do. You know what also delights me? Hearing journalists and other talk show hosts who really care about their listeners and the issues of the day. Romeo Hill. I gotta tell it, and I gotta give it to you. You've only been doing this talk show game on internet radio for about a year, but oh, what a ride. You know, I do wish you the best for your painting and share your concerns about having the experience of the pains of facilitating the conversations about the day's events. Some days, some events, I almost wish neither one happened. Anyway, Romeo, this is Phil Bugaboo, and I hope that sometime soon, your callers will be there, as will you. Thank you, Phil. Uh, kind of heartfelt, but uh, not quite as heartfelt and more hard felt uh, is uh, Johnny Karsick, who uh, we've you know, used in comedy routines as well. Uh, Johnny dishes it back to Romeo. Ah, well, this is Johnny Karsick, and I, I just want to make a few comments, if I might, about Romeo Hill's upcoming hiatus. Hiatus. Gee, Ed, didn't you have one of those once? Ho, 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 ho. I think you had one of those, too. But anyway, it's been about a year. A year since Romeo hit internet radio. And the lawsuit is still ongoing. Lawsuit hit internet radio. Car crash, you get the idea. But seriously, uh, he, he's done 25 syndicated audio episodes and almost 150 videos. That, that, that's a lot. We, we tried to get ah, ah, an exact number, but the list videos he gave our staff had been splattered with dip tobacco so ah, we, we we had a hard time reading them splattered with dip tobacco ah hard time re you get you get the idea anyway 
Uh, as someone who regularly took sabbaticals from my show all the time, I just wanted to wish you the best, Romeo, and remind you that when you make you you make more money when you're on the air instead of paying a guest host. <laughs> oh, thanks, Johnny. And we're going to be right back after this break, and I'll tell you more about that in just a moment with an edited version of Romeo's. Oh, I don't know what you could call it except Mia Culpa from one of his mu uh, music videos. No, it was one of his uh, narrative videos that he put on YouTube last week, and we edited it down just a little bit. We're going to hear from him. But the thing I was going to tell you about is this break cluster is called the odd one, and it is one because some of the stuff is a little odd. Well, oddly enough, no pun intended. Uh, it's the one that Romeo, during his show, played quite often. So we'll be right back with this special episode of the Romeo Show. Romeo's hiatus, announcement, and roast right after this. You're listening to the Weird Radio Network. Orcas are wonders of nature, and now more than ever, we need to help them stay that way. Our Puget Sound orcas are also an endangered species, and that means stepped-up enforcement of special rules to view them. Stay at least 200 yards from orcas, keep out of their path, and never feed them. Check the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration guidelines to help protect all marine mammals at BeWhaleWise.org. A message from the NOAA Fisheries Office of Law Enforcement and Cairo 7. Hey, John, would you consider traveling to another planet if it was possible? Yeah, it depends on what time the bus leaves, Chuck. You're a real ground lover. <laughs> but you still want to tell everyone about the benefits of space technology. Sure, because they're so down to earth. Like the search and rescue satellites now in orbit around the planet. These high-flying listening posts can pick up signals from the emergency rescue beacons carried on airplanes and ships. When a boat capsizes or a plane goes down, the satellite locks on to its distress signal and relays its position to local search and rescue teams who go into action using the satellite to guide them to within a few miles of the site, even in the most remote areas. This worldwide emergency network has already saved over 800 lives. What's going on up there is helping all of us down here. Space technology. This is what's in it for you. knows that NASA works hard to keep its astronauts safe in space. But did you know that spin-offs from space technology are saving lives here on Earth every day? NASA-funded research created rocket-powered parachutes that can save entire airplanes along with their pilots and passengers. A life raft, originally designed for the Apollo missions, has saved hundreds of sailors stranded at sea. And a tiny cardiac pump developed with the help of technology used to design rocket engines has extended the lives of hundreds of patients with failing hearts. NASA's innovation even led to personal locator beacons, which have helped save more than 30,000 sailors, pilots, and adventurers in distress worldwide. Together with its partners, NASA continues to develop technologies that protect life both in space and on Earth. There's more space in your life than you think. Learn more at NASA.gov. 
and we're back. This is Scott Hum with the Romeo Show. Romeo's hiatus announcement and roast. We've heard from Shaniqua, our artificial intelligence, or today we might want to call her lack thereof today. Just kidding, babe. Uh, also, Johnny Karsik and uh, Phil Bugaboo. What you're going to hear next is kind of a little bit bittersweet, and it really, and I've got to preface this before uh, I mention, or before we play it, I've got to mention it. See, I'm getting verklempt, as as they would say in Yiddish. I've known Romeo quite well for a little over a year. And we met several years ago. Can't tell you where. It was top secret. But uh, he's generally a happy-go-lucky guy with a heart of gold. And I especially feel bad in that he's taking some time off because not not just because I trained him in journalism and things like that and talk shows and so on, which he's had a natural flair for that and acting and comedy and music and whatnot, but because I didn't realize that a lot of the politics of the day had been getting to him quite this much. So, batten down the hatches, and we're going to listen to an amusing and thought-provoking, about 20 minutes, edited down into 20 minutes. It was originally about 40 minutes, but by the time you take away his uh, dip-spitting, <clears throat> Romeo, and uh, other things like that, it uh, went uh, nicely less amount of time. And after that, we're going to bring on Romeo, who I, I think is probably chomping at the bit, and we're going to be taking your calls, too. So here is Romeo Hill's hiatus talk. Hey, what's up, Fuggin? So some of you guys have probably already heard what's going on with me. A lot of you guys kind of know why I've not been on a lot lately. I'm not going to respond a lot to the chats right now. So what's basically happening is I am, for the meantime, I don't know how long it will be, but for a while, temporarily, I will no longer be doing radio. I will do normally my stuff on here, but I'm not going to be doing for much longer. The reasons are because, number one, my art, kind of not been able to do much work with my art when I'm doing talking stuff, which, that's okay. It's not going to be like... I'm permanently not going to ever do it again. That's, that's not what I'm saying. Um, I might come back once in a while. You know, like Wednesday, I might check in with Scott, give him a call in, kind of give him a tingle, tingle, jingle. Okay, that sounded weird. Anyway, I'll just give him a jingle once in a while. Kind of see how he's doing with the show. Uh, Josh Lifto is definitely probably going to be doing Mondays. And maybe Tuesdays, I don't know. We'll have to see what what he does. I mean, I'm just doing a temporary break. Uh, I did art today. I couldn't focus in church. Yeah. I went to church. I was not able to focus. I don't. I I know why. I think part of it is because I'm getting so wrapped up in my artwork now that I just I gotta have time to do my art. My computer pooped out, so I gotta get a new computer. So. I kind of got to get some new stuff, but, um, so yeah, so I'm on temporarily leave, uh, I was going to announce this tomorrow, 
but I figured I'd do it today due to the fact that I think that's kind of really what's been bugging me a lot today lately is it's just really been bugging me for the last few days. I, I didn't know how to tell you guys and how to really put it out there. I know a lot of you guys that watch or listen to me. I know CNN's going to really miss me. Well, CNN, I'm still here, so what up? Again, I'm doing anyway, so yeah, so I'm gonna be here. I just probably won't do talk as much, but I'll call in. Maybe like if Scott wants to know what I'm doing or whatever, just check in. I'll do that. But my art for some reason has been more in the way. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because I'm just. It's not. I think that my art kind of was starting to be more something I was getting into, and I just wanted to see where it went, and I, I like it. Now, a lot of, you know, some questions will probably be asked, like, Romeo, were you bored with it, or Romeo must have got bored with doing the talk and, and stuff like that. There's going to be some questions, like, was Romeo, Romeo, were you bored with it, or you must have got bored with it? Nah, I mean... Uh, I kind of a really, uh, no, I didn't get really bored with it. It was just more of a kind of, you know, I wanted to do something fun and different. Well, I'm not struggling. It's, I'm happy now. I'm a little bit happier. But, like, people ask me, Romeo, did you get bored? Or, you know, no. I think part of it was it, the boredom is, is not really there. It was more of a kind of... I just wanted to do something different. I wanted to do something that was more that I knew how to do. And I've been really wanting to get back in my art. I really have. For the last week, I've been trying to get, you know, a month. I've been, like, a few days since I've been here. I've been really wanting to get back in the art stuff. Trying to get myself in galleries. Trying to get my art out there so that people can see my art. Um, Juliet's got a website, A Little Bit Country. Go check it out on Facebook. A uh, Little Bit Country. Kind of, you know, I do some of my art stuff on there. I do a lot of my art videos on here for you guys. I, I know a lot of you guys are kind of probably going to tell me I'm trying to mock Bob Ross or something. No, I'm, I'm just doing what I do best. Because I find more interest in art, I guess, than politics. I mean, I am interested in politics, that, that which is, you know, one of the very few things that people can find very interesting is politics. How do you find politics so interesting? I, I found it interesting. I still do. But, um, you know, on top of that, then having to deal with my friends, like, you know, who's dealing with his own shit. And it's kind of between that and helping people. And I just, you know, I was like, you know, politics is hard. It really does take a lot out of you. Uh, nothing wrong. I'm good. Um, politics does take a lot of energy. Julia, you can talk to Lee about it. Julia, tell going on. So, basically, I'm just kind of telling people why, for you guys that are just coming in, why I'm not going to be doing talk for a while. Politics, like I said, it, it was hard for me because part of it is that I'm starting to get mad at not the show itself, technically, just what's going on generally and the general problems, you know, like what Biden and Crayola and all the idiot Democrats are doing. I just, you know, I, I just started getting really upset. And I figured I had to walk away before I said something stupid and I didn't want to say anything stupid. That takes a big man to actually realize that when you get 
because of all the stupid crap that's going on around the world today. You get so mad. You get so fed up with it. You're like, I'm just tired of it. I, I'm tired of, you know, trying to literally have to feel like I'm playing nicey nice with, you know, the politicians. Because I, I wanted to step back before I did say something stupid, which I was so close to doing on my last show. I was so close to where I would f*** it up. And I didn't want to do that. You know, I don't want to say something stupid and then get Scott banned on all platforms. I, I just don't want to get banned off of the platforms or get him banned off platforms. So I had to take a break, Doc, because if I said something stupid, that would get Scott banned and it would get me in trouble and it would break me and Scott's relationship up as brothers. And basically for that reason, it's, you know, like when you talk about politics it, with everything else, you know, you have patience with certain degrees. And that's the number one thing with doing politics is that when you do politics, you got to have a lot of patience. You got to have a lot of, you know, restraint not to say things that could potentially get you in trouble or, you know, you can't say something that would potentially screw your friends over. You basically want to, you know, be professional. And I want to be professional as best as I can. But when it comes down to, like, politics, I have a certain degree of, I can be patient with certain things, but I'm just not patient with stupid people like the Democrats. I don't have patience for the Democrats. The Democrats are being stupid. They're being dumb. And I just, I don't want to mess it up for Scott. I don't want to mess it up for David. I don't want to mess it up for Josh. And so the, the main point of it is that, you know, you have to have restraint. And I was getting close to losing it. You got to kind of rein back on what you want to really say and how you really feel. And you got to be more objective, I guess is the word. You have to be a little objective about how you say things. And I would you know, the the Tuesday that I was going to be going on, I just was like, thank God my computer freaking fritz because I wouldn't have been getting, I wouldn't have not been subjective anymore. I was starting to lose it probably midway in towards this year. I started really losing it, kind of where Scott had to edit out some things with me because I just was getting really ornery. Just all these things that are going on is just stupid. And, and a lot of it, it has to do with the fact that I kind of want to, you know, not be so mean about it but I want to be professional and I feel like that my professionalism would have been gone if my day would have come to where I had to continue to try to be professional on Tuesday you know I do so well you know I gotta thank Scott for a lot of what he does because Scott gives me a lot of restraints and he teaches me that you have to be more objective about things and how to speak and, and stuff and Scott taught me how to do that but you know I wouldn't have done it. I w I'm starting to begin being more angry with the world and how the world is treating each other today and how people are treating each other today. It's just and I know this probably will go on rightwingmedia.net and Scott's probably going to listen to this and, and call and ask and tell me what's going on. But Scott kind of already knew this was coming, but on a I was supposed to do it tomorrow. I was going to originally do this tomorrow, but I decided to do it now because I just want to get it off my chest. But I owe Scott a lot. I owe David a lot. But it's just, I love him. I love all of you guys. But just the problem is, is that I'm becoming more angry with the Democrats. I'm becoming 
becoming more annoyed with them and their stupidity. And I'm questioning why are people being this way. But I, I kind of already know why. But I, I think it's just more of like you have to look at it this way. Would you rather have somebody using F-bombs three every three freaking seconds and dropping the F-bomb every three seconds and just really let loose with what's going on? Or do you want to hear somebody that at least has that professionalism that knows that, okay, you can't drop the F-bombs on the radio. You can't drop a lot of things that you want to say because, you know, it could potentially be a risk of losing a lot of things, like friends included. And I, I had to weigh out the risk and, and the respect that I have for Sky, and I had to push myself away for a minute to realize that if I'm that angry with the world, then I have to stop. I have to stop. I have to stop doing what I do because... If I get too angry, I could jeopardize everything that Scott's done, that David's done, and everything. I could have jeopardized it, and I didn't want to do that. I don't want to be selfish. I want to be good terms with everybody, but I will come back. Um, I don't know when, but when I get a new computer, I'll probably come back. Yeah, and it's hard. It's hard to be honest about it because you want to be direct like up in their face about it you just want to go you know kind of make that big picture there for everyone to see but you also at the same time you want to be honest but at the same time you want to be truthful which is my goal i've always been truthful with my radio i've always told the truth on radio and you know i've had fun i'm gonna be honest i had a lot of fun a lot of times i could not tell you how fun i had i had a lot of fun you know being a comedy comedian political comedian journalist is something i've been really good at i guess for the last year or more and i realized you know being a political comedian is just like it's like what upchurch kind of is you know you look at upchurch and you you look at him he's blunt honest and I don't know if Upchurch would be able to do Doc with the, as honest as he is it would be whole it'd be so hard for him not to throw bomb you know like throw the F the F words out there like the F bombs and, and throw the kind of curse words that you want to say but you can't say it but you have to hold back and I know Upchurch would probably be okay with it I know he could probably do it but at a certain amount of time throwing like the F words out there and, and throwing curse words out there you can't do that and especially on radio and I realized that a lot of the times that we are honest on there we have to be direct and blunt and being blunt means that we have to talk about things that really affect everybody and it was hard for me because a lot of this that we were going through like the Biden administration I I hate this guy I really do I think that this guy needs to impeach he needs to be out of the office so does all the democrats it's, it is what it is i guess and you know i i had fun just throwing my towel in for the time being doesn't mean that i'm gonna quit it just means that i'm gonna back off a little bit and kind of wait till the time gets better maybe this election will get better we'll see i hope this election gets better but right now i don't think it is i don't think this election is going to get any better i think it's going to get 10 times worse <laughs> I mean, I remember Scott and I doing a radio show on on live. And when the election was called that Joe Biden supposedly won, you basically could see my face. Or I don't know if you could see my face, but I just I couldn't swallow that pill. I just couldn't swallow that pill that a cheater of a supposed 
a crook and just all these things that are happening today are wrong they're abusing their power and honestly i think the the abuse power is just not enough for me it's not enough for me to want to keep going for the time being for a while until i'm prepared to come back with a better open mind because if I screw up, then it's on me. But if I don't screw up, then that's good. I, I love Scott with all my heart. He's my bro. Yes, we do have the right to speak, but to a degree, on a radio show, there's a difference. On a radio show, you have to be very careful with what you say. And I honestly am thinking, you know, that a lot of people that speak their mind can somewhat get very mouthy. And, you know, I almost got very mouthy. The last few times, I almost close to getting mouthy. But that's here nor to there. The point is, you know, is that I'm thankful for Scott. I'm thankful that Scott gave me the opportunity. And, and still, I have my table, you know, on the show. For, for the time being, my table will be empty until I fill it up again. And until I come back and, and put myself on the seat of the table to where I can come back with a better attitude and adjustment with positivity and and just more different materials than just what I normally am doing kind of you know change the way that I do things a little I want to change up how I you know how I present myself on the radio uh, I know a lot of people like how I presented myself on the radio but I I like you know it, it kind of seems boring and pointless but at that same token I guess I want to change some things around so when I come back things will be changed and things will be better and I promise you guys I will come back. I will be there. I will have different materials. Things will be a little bit different, maybe. But for the time being, my seat at the table is empty. And until then, I will be doing my art stuff. I'll be doing the things I like to do. And uh, love you too, you guys. I, I do want to thank all you guys for supporting me. You know, you guys are awesome. I'm going to come back. Don't worry. But for the time being, I probably will do it a lot on here. I'll do a lot of the commentary on here, probably. So that I'm not having to worry about, you know, if I get booted off, it's my own damn fault. I, if, like I said, if I drop the F word a hundred times or if I drop, you know, some curse words, then it's not going to affect their the ratings of the show it's going to only affect my ratings and that's okay but uh you know it's just one of those things and i'm gonna do what i do best so i'm i'm gonna try to make myself proud by coming back stronger and better than ever i'm gonna try to come back with a more different approach with how i do things but until then i i just gotta do what i gotta do you guys you know how it is you know i gotta take care of my son i gotta be a dad number one that's important being a father is very important for me because you know bradley needs me and i gotta be there for him and i gotta be a dad i gotta be a family man and that's what's important and and i'm gonna come back with a high high vengeance of you know with all this that's been doing i'm gonna i'm gonna call him out for it but i may not do it on the show but i'm gonna do it on here i'm gonna let that i know what they're doing i'm i'm still gonna call out things that i i see that are wrong but i'm not gonna stop doing it but i have to be a family man first and that's the number one important thing for me in my life is that i have to be that way that's my job you know whether you believe in god or not it, it's it doesn't matter what matters is is that when that is something that is brought before you you have to do your job with 
all 100% effort and not have distractions behind you where your family is being distracted or being let down because you're too busy for them. And, you know, I'm, I hardly ever got time to see my friends, my family. I got to start doing that a little bit more. So this year it's going to change for me. Uh, I'll, probably when I come back, I'll probably only be doing Tuesdays if I'm not working or doing something else. But, yeah, so I, I will come back, you guys, I promise. But for now, I just got to be a family man, and I got to work on my art as well. And, you know, I love you guys. You guys have always been there for me. And uh, I remember I, I remember when I first started doing videos on here for you guys. I, I remember a lot. I remember I think the first dip I did on here was Cope Straight, if I can remember correctly. Yeah, I think it was Cope Straight that I did the my first video on, on this channel was Cope Straight. And... I remember I started out with zero subscribers and then I started growing and then you guys helped me out there. You guys watched my videos, you guys commented on my videos, you guys told me what you guys wanted to see out of me and I've grown a lot. I well I can't say I've grown, but we've grown together as a family a lot and that that speaks high volumes about what we are and what we've become. And it means a lot that we've grown as a family. And for Pete's sake, I don't think that anybody in their f***ing right mind could possibly fathom how, how awesome the feeling is of when you, you just grow. You grow by doing what you do. And I'm happy. I'm happy that we, you know, the first dip video I've done. To all the dip videos I've done, the dip and tobacco videos I've done for you guys. I've gone through hell and, and back. I've tormented my stomach with wintergreen. I remember that one. The one that tastes like baby diarrhea or that just tastes like dirty diapers and chemicals. I remember that video. I remember that day. It was almost like it was almost like it was yesterday when I did it. I, re I remember so much of it. And you guys have been part of my lives that... that that really mean a lot to me and it means a lot that you know I have you guys here to help me support me to pull me in and, and tell me Romeo come on you can do this all the times I felt like I wanted to give up you guys have never let me give up one time you guys have never let me give up you guys have always pulled me back I know a lot of times like when we've I've you guys have seen that I've not been able to focus very well or I look disoriented I guess you could say you guys have been there for me you you guys have literally stopped me from giving up and you guys have stopped me from not just giving up but completely not wanting to do this anymore and you guys have done this by by showing me that you guys love me that you guys are supporting and that this is important to you as much as it is to me and that speaks high volume that really does that's really humbling for me because I, I, I thought I was going to lose a lot of things I thought I was going to lose a lot you know it's already been struck once we have so much that we've gone through not in just the last year but just the weeks and months and time I've spent here with you guys we have gone through so much the thing is is that we've gone through so much that, you know, I, I started realizing, you know, I don't care if I get to 300 or not. I don't care if I get to 1K. If we get there, we get there. It's on the time that we, you know, it's on what you guys decide for me. If you guys think I deserve 1K subscribers, then I deserve it. If I deserve what I have, then I deserve what I get. I'm happy no matter what. And a lot of YouTubers don't get that. They feel like, come on, you guys, you know, we've got to get to that 1K. They got to make their quota. Who gives a about quota? I mean, seriously, I don't give a about quotas. I don't give a 
because if you are happy with what we have now, that makes me feel good too. So I'm going to stop rambling and I'm going to get off here and I'm probably going to go do something. I don't know what I'm going to do, but uh, I got to find something to do productive. I would go to bed by now, but I'm not. It's not bedtime for me. But anyway, you guys, I love you guys. I want to thank you guys. Uh, talk is not over for me. I will be probably doing a simulcast again one day. Just watch for it. Watch for it. I'm coming back and I'm going to come back and I'm going to, I'm going to come back and we're going to make it great again. We're going to make YouTube great again. So love you guys. Thank you all for your support. And for the few people that were here that commented, thank you for the people that didn't comment. I see you. I, I saw you guys that are five or four people in here. Uh, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much for everything you guys do. Um, We'll just keep keep the gravy train rolling, right? So, all right, guys. Lots of love. Bye. Wow. Wow. I don't know what to say uh, except for... Josh Lifto, who has uh, just recently joined rightwingmedia.net and the Weird Media Network, the Weird Radio Network. Josh, are you with us? Yes, I am. I bet you have a few things you'd like to probably add uh, to this, to what uh, Romeo was saying. I'm I'm yeah, a little choked up myself. Well, prepared to be unchoked. Okay. Romeo, the next Bob Ross. Man, in the short time I've been here with RightWingMedia.net, you really have helped me out quite a bit. I do have to say, though, you've been bleeped more times than Joe Biden. You sounded <laughs> almost just like Joe Biden. Man, we've had our fair our fair share of jokes, but man, that look that you give everyone is just creepy. I mean, I, I've watched Joe Biden speak, and I'm, it's tolerable. But every time I see that face, man, it, it, it's it's scary. Uh, it really is. You know, I, I I'm starting to wonder sometimes if Joe Biden's actually your grandfather. I mean, Uh-oh. if you think about it, at some point, you might end up looking like him. <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. And I, I, I have to say, you know, we, we've talked about CNN kind of supposedly watching you, but, man, they got to learn from somewhere. Come on. <clears throat> come on, man. But, oh, hey, my word. Really, man, to be on the truthful side here, man, it's going to... It's going to suck, you know, having you around as much. Um, you know, you're still my producer, and, you know, it, I can definitely say we will miss you while you're taking some time off and getting yourself back together. But just just keep the bleep down, okay? That's it. That's it. That's all I ask. All right, man. Oh. I really do love you uh, like a brother, and you really have helped me out through so much, so. I hope all goes well for you. And likewise, thanks. Thanks very much, Josh. 
I do want to, uh, by the way, Grizzly is uh, trying to call in. He lost service. I want to bring in a surprise visitor uh, who you know very well. I don't know if I can get her to say just a few words or, or anything like that. Maybe I can. Uh, Juliet, uh, is this kind of bittersweet for you, my dear? Uh, yeah, a little. <laughs> Uh, that's Romeo's wife, Juliet. But, uh, yeah, let's bring on the uh, the man of the hour who created and motivated all this craziness. Romeo, you don't go. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, no, uh, you know, I really am embarrassed because I, uh, oh, good. I, I'm not, I'll tell you why I'm embarrassed. I'm going to bring in Grizzly Munsey first. And uh, Grizzly uh, had some phone trouble, but he wanted to say a few amusing words about you, too. Grizzly, go ahead whenever you're ready. All righty, then. Bro, if you can hear me, look, I have been, you and me have been going crazy for months. We know each other for a year, dude. You know, the more I get to talk to you, and every time you call me on Messenger, you know, you're like a brother to me, man. You always been good to me. You always helped me out every time. Thank you, and Grizzly. I, I think we all we all feel that way, and that's I'm gonna leave all of this uh all of our lines open. But that's especially why Romeo I see you as a brother and friend as well and I didn't know that this much stress of the news was hitting you that hard as well well and and you know the thing is am I unmuted you're you're live okay I want to thank everybody for a year of great great work working with me it has been a privilege and honor to work with you josh and uh shaniqua babe what we're gonna have to edit you know josh talking about my bleach here shaniqua babe we got to edit out that sex part i mean seriously we don't want to know where your power comes from but uh yes shaniqua we do love you even though you are a pain in our hiney but um oh yeah Yes, Shaniqua. Oh my gosh, I don't. I I think you're gonna be the least person I'm gonna miss. Josh, I love you, bro. Now the biting joke, bro. Where did you get that from? I mean, hmm. come on, man. The president is an utter moron. <laughs> like, what is this? Is this like the freaking Comedy Central hour or something? I I that wasn't a roast. Or- Oh yeah, funny. It but, was more than a roast. It was the toast. Yeah. It was. It. I. I felt toasty. But no. Um. I hope so. I want. I. I want to thank everyone for a year of great success. Josh, I as your producer, I have to kind of back off a little bit with being on the show to be your producer. So now that I get to have the privilege of taking over and controlling you, he, 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 which means now that uh, 
your rose might uh, end up being top lined on uh, rightwingmedia.net, so that would be cool. I can't wait to see that. So that just means you Uh-oh. might want to pick and battle. Pick and choose your battle really wisely, mister. <laughs> but no, Josh, I love you, bro. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> I love you too, man. Remember, you know, we've been through a lot, Josh, and you know what? It was an honor to have you have me be put on your show last night, and I think you do a fantastic job. I I really cannot thank a lot of people because it would take years and hours on end to finish, but I got to thank my wife, Juliet. I got to thank Juliet a lot. I love you, babe. With all my heart, you have done so much for me. You have given me the courage to actually want to continue to be a radio show host, and you pushed me to even be an artist and come back. And now for Scott, the man who can't pack his dip, but he sure as heck can try to look like he's a country boy. Thank look, you bro, so much. I, I know you want to be, I know you want to be country, bro. But look, the country called and said you ain't country enough, so they asked you uh, get your passport and pack up real quick. But no, Scott, sure. I love you, man. You have done hey, so Romeo. much for me. Yo, I gotta say something. You know, go ahead. I, I'm sure I speak for a lot of us, but on our list of people, we would want to go through hell with, it would definitely be you. You'd definitely be on that list. Exactly. I hear Sasquatch in the background. Sasquatch, you know I love you, Bubba. And you know hey, I've had your Bubba, back for let years. Me tell you something. Let me tell you this, man. you always been there for me. Every hell and back, dude. you always been mm-hmm. there. And I love you, man. Don't ever forget. I love you, bro. You my brother. Never give up because God's got a way for you. He got a way for you to go. Never forget. Wow. I know. Yeah, I just I'm thankful for you guys. I I'm sorry that Scott doesn't have dip right now because he's a cheapskate and has to go out and buy skull citrus. But hey, who cares? Oh God. Skull citrus, my but, foot. I mean, hey, everybody in the whole everybody in the whole studio knows Scott with the mullet. He's, what what are you trying to do, Scott? Are you trying to look like Jake Paul? Or are you trying to look like a country boy? I mean, I can't tell the difference between Jake Paul and Scott. Maybe Jake Paul oh. and Scott are related or something. Oh. But I love you, guys. Oh, that hurts. I Guys, and I'll hurt you guys later. Uh, Romo, if you can, can you give me a call later? Sure. Scott, it's okay, Scott. Uh, Biden says that your meds are coming back over next week, Scott. It's okay, Scott. You don't have to cry that oh, I'm leaving. I got, I got one thing to say about Biden. Biden is nothing but a piece of crap and everything. He has destroyed his country. I don't like him. I'd rather have Trump back in office than Biden. Jeez, there goes my 
gentlemen. That with the toilet plunger sound. I love you guys. I gotta go. I'm over here in the holler. I gotta go check on my traps here in a minute. So I love you guys. Thank you for letting me be on the show, Scott and Romeo. I love you, brother. Never forget you're love my you, brother, brother from another mother. And before we uh, have a special musical presentation from Josh, uh, I just want to mention on behalf of myself and David, uh, and I think Josh would agree, you definitely, uh, your show's not going anywhere. In fact, uh, we're going, you definitely have a place. And we're going to torture you by, uh, I'm going to start going through it, cannibalizing your old episodes and creating best ofs. Uh, uh, oh, the good. Maybe, <laughs> oh, good. Maybe I'll try to delete them as fast as I can then. Uh, <laughs> board access uh, passcodes have been changed already. No, just kidding. Uh, Josh, go ahead and play it. I think it's quite suitable. All right. Now, I just want to let everyone know. I just want to go ahead and let everyone know as we play this, go ahead and pack a can and throw a pinch in. Hold on. (laughs) Hold on. All right. Gentlemen, I have to go. I'll call you later. All right. Love you, little brother. Love you, brother. And Scott, thank you, sir. Definitely. Hey, I'm not going to talk to you about letting me... We are right, in between. This concludes this episode of The Romeo Show.